Welcome to Almost Here, Around the Corner of Future Technology Podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used, or just around the corner, from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Coming to Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018, the Blockchain and Future Tech Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, and several other future technologies that are poised to and actually changing our lives as we speak. Here's why you should attend. As you may know, early adopters are the ones that investigated and profited from things like the gold rush in the 1800s, from the dot-com boom in the 1990s, from the internet boom in 2005, from the smartphone explosion in 2007, from the real estate boom that ended in 2008, and of course, from the Bitcoin boom that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. They go out west first, and their covered wagons, they find the biggest gold nuggets. If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data, how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. And that's why our next event, September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center, is going to have not only 5,000 plus attendees, but will showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to bftexpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Future Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Juliette Lamar, and today we have with us John Hardigan. He works with the new startup, Intiva Health, and he is joining us today. Hi, John. Welcome. Hi. uh, Good to be here. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Thanks for taking the time. So, John, why don't you give us an overview of Intiva Health and how you fit into that company? Sure. Um, So Intiva Health is the first integrative career and credential management platform for physicians, doctors, and all licensed medical professionals. Uh, We focus on uh, medical professionals and their career journey um, by assisting them in automating and streamlining their administrative tasks. Um, And for those non-medical folks out there, uh, that is a very, very complex and arduous um, uh, process that they have to deal with. Uh, Physicians actually deal with uh, about 25 documents every year that they have to make sure is within compliance. Uh, And if you can imagine having to deal with getting your driver's license renewed at the DMV every year, um, you can understand the complexity of what we're talking about. So, I'm the uh, Executive Vice President of uh, Strategic Development and Partnerships, and I've been with Intiva for about two years now, and um, we are kind of finally coming out of the bat cave with um, our new technology, and we are right now uh, scaling, and um, it's a very exciting time. 
Absolutely. And, you know, it kind of uh, sparked a memory for me. There's a, a startup that works with lawyers in kind of the same way. Lawyers have to get a lot of certifications and they have to deal with a lot of documents and a lot of their time is eaten up with copy and pasting or filling out forms when, in fact, they should be doing more, you know, what they've been trained for as lawyers. And the same goes for healthcare professionals. There's a lot of paperwork that you have to do and a lot of certifications when you, really you should be out there helping people. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you you hit the nail right on the head. Uh, we actually have studies uh, that show that physicians are spending 8.7 hours per week on non-clinical, non-patient paperwork. Um, and if you can imagine that's, you know, a whole day um, that they have to deal with uh, administrative uh, tasks in, in their, you know, routine. And so our goal, um, you know, we don't know if we can give them back all 8.7 hours, but if we can significantly uh, streamline that, if we could give them back four hours a week, um, uh, that, you know, perhaps that's going to transfer into uh, better patient care. Maybe they get a little more sleep that week, right? And, they, and they're and they able to, mm -hmm. uh, or maybe they're able to see another patient and, and maybe they're able to make a better judgment call. And so um, additionally, uh, that 8.7 hours a week translates into $53 billion a year lost in inefficiencies in, in just administrative red tape. Um, and then and that's just on the doctor side, on the physician, I mean, on the facility side, that equates to hundreds of billions of dollars because every day that um, a hospital can't get one of the doctors on the schedule due to like a credentialing conflict, like maybe something's expired or they can't have them, uh, they, ha they can't grant them privileges, it's, it's like $7,500 a day in lost revenue. So if you were to add that wow. up because the the process takes about a few months from the time that they accept the candidate to come on board until the time they can actually grant them privileges. Um, and we, we speed that process up dramatically from months to seconds. And I'll, I'll explain a little bit how we do that, but uh, it's, it's significant in hundreds of billions of dollars and, and many, many thousands and thousands of hours in lost uh, just in red tape. And it's so important. It's such a small change that could really make a giant impact because what are some of the the big issues with healthcare today? It's, it's doctors who are overworked and they don't have as much time. They don't get as much sleep. Then they make and they can make errors because there's too many patients or there's not enough doctors for patients. And just changing this small thing could have such an astronomical impact. Absolutely. I mean, think about how um, you know email has changed our lives and 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 how mm -hmm. um, mobile phones, smartphones have changed our lives. And this technology, when applied, um, our technology, when applied to the healthcare space as it is now, currently the healthcare space, the way that they actually verify a physician's uh, credentials or the credentialing process, which they call primary source verification, is done the same way that it was done in the 1950s. They, they literally have a paper file on a doctor and someone oh, in an no. office somewhere starts calling those references and saying, hey, was Dr. Smith, you know, at your facility from 2010 to 2015, et cetera. And, uh, and then they go into the next document, and there's about 25 to 30 documents that they have to verify. And our system, using a hash graph, it's a blockchain-based technology, um, allows for instantaneous primary source credential verification within the platform itself, and the reputation and validity uh, of that physician is established 
Uh, and then over time it grows and, and there's a transparency within our platform so that all of the facilities that that physician goes to or wants to interact with will be able to view that uh, uh, verified information and just the same way that blockchain uh, verifies bitcoins, for example, um, our platform verifies the actual credentials and the credential packets of those physicians and establishing a house of truth, so to speak, um, and reputation on that physician. And they, they can't manipulate, nobody can mani manipulate that information. It's, it is verified, it's immutably date and time stamped, and it's in the system for all to see. So that makes for more transparency, it makes for uh, um, you know, less human error, and um, it allows for uh, the best verification and reputation um, possible for doctors. It's so, so needed. Um, if, if, if a doctor's office or a hospital wants to integrate this into their, their system, how, how easy is it? <laughs> so this is an excellent point. Um, it's, it's extremely easy. So that's the first thing. Um, it, it, our platform was first designed um, to be uh, very robust and user-friendly. So the first thing was we wanted it to be super easy for doctors to use, and we wanted it to be super easy for administrators to use. And so we have a lot of experience as an administrator. We were born actually out of a practice management company. We, we manage anesthesiologists in a number of facilities here in Texas. And so we are very intimately familiar with the day-to-day -day operations of uh, credential management and, and having uh, physicians in, in um, uh, different facilities. So we designed it from a, a very specific use case. And then additionally, we knew that we had to change the model because the current model is that they buy SaaS software. So for example, a software as a service. So uh, if you go to uh, Mayo Clinic, for example, you know they're going to pay to have a credential management software that they use for all of their uh, doctors and nurses, et cetera. And that works great, except it doesn't work great for the doctor when they leave Mayo Clinic and they go to another hospital, okay? Because now the next hospital, let's say it's down Miami-Dade Hospital, they don't use the same system as Mayo Clinic. So now that doctor has to recreate the wheel again with their credentials, get everything transferred over, try to find it all, get it back to them, and then they have to send it to Miami-Dade, right? And then they hold that information. So now what you have is you have all these silos of information out there that don't talk to each other. And so we've flipped this model on its head. We have built a platform around the doctor, and then we allow, or the doctor actually gives permission for all the different facilities to be able to tap into their verified information. It doesn't cost the doctor anything to use the credential management utility. It does not cost the hospitals anything to use the credential management utility. And so we, because we've lowered the barriers, barriers to entry and also made it super easy, then the facilities can see, have transparency on this physician, and the physician can allow them um, access at any time uh, to see that information. And then what's really cool with that model is if the physician allows the different facilities to administrate their account, that hospital, let's say Mayo Clinic, has um, a, a CPR certificate or a, a certain certificate that, that he or she acquired at that hospital. They can upload that into their account and immediately any of the other hospitals and facilities, no matter who they are, no matter where they are, 
they will immediately be able to take advantage of the fact that that document is updated in the system. And they don't have to call, and they don't have to find out if that document's been verified or anything. It just shows up. And so the system itself is designed for open and free, transparent flow of information. That's incredible. I mean, that's that's what's been needed for years. <laughs> yeah, we it, it's truly game-changing because the there are many companies that have come up with good credentialing solutions. But the problem is that without the correct business model, without the correct um, uh, incentives, right now there's no incentive for hospitals or facilities to change what they're doing um, because they're, it, it just doesn't exist. And so with this, with this um, two things. One, it's far more secure because it's on, um, on Hashgraph. Uh, and it's, it's far more efficient because they aren't trying to maintain a doctor's um, administrative, uh, you know, credentials all by themselves. It, it, this system works together, and, and it's kind of a rising tide raises all ships. Because if, I mean, think about it: if you're a hospital, right, and you've got this guy on the schedule, and for some reason you don't have his the latest medical malpractice insurance certificate, you aren't allowed to put him on the schedule. You have to have a copy of that before he can go into surgery, right? But all of a sudden, you're like, hey, I got to get him on the schedule. And then all of a sudden, one of his other facilities say, hey, I, I, you know, they just upload it. It's all done. It's notified. You're done. You didn't even have to bother the doctor about it. So, so it's a totally new way of doing the backside, the back end of the administrative process. And it, it's, a, it's a platform that addresses those, those uh, issues that have been plaguing the healthcare system for many years. Of course. And you also have an Antiva token sale that is currently live. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so we are the first um, tokenized medical ecosystem specifically for physicians and licensed medical professionals. And um, they, the, the licensed medical professionals will be earning tokens uh, as a, like a reward incentive uh, platform for them to take certain actions within the platform. So, for example, we want to incentivize them to keep their documents up to date as much as possible. So, let's say they have an expired document. If they upload a new document, they receive an Intiva token. They can then use those tokens to purchase goods and services within the platform. So, um, all physicians and all licensed medical professionals are required to take continuing education. It's a state mandate by different states. Um, so, what what they can do then is... For nurses specifically, that can be expensive. Uh, physicians, you know, they make more money, so it may not be as much of a cost burden. But they can then use Intiva tokens to go and purchase those continuing medical education systems within our platform, and then they can take those in our online library of CME. Um, by the way, I just want to be very clear. Our platform is live now, It's and we have thousands and thousands of physicians and nurses and PAs and NPs, and they are using the platform now. Um, and they're taking courses and they're looking, we have a jobs um, a board where they can, over 9,000 medical jobs across the country. Um, we have, um, you know, over 200 continuing medical education courses. Um, we have a number of different things in our medical marketplace that allows them uh, to purchase these goods and services to assist them in their career journey. And they, they can use Intiva tokens um, to purchase those things. And, Additionally, our vendors, for example, or, or I'm sorry, our, our key partners will um, also be purchasing Intiva tokens in order to promote 
their goods and services within the system. So for example, on our online CME library, they may want to have a premium placement for one of their courses. And so they pay us in order to have their, you know, this particular course at the top when, when people search for courses, just kind of like Google does, where you're going to get a placement, you know, you're going to have a, uh, like a kind of like a sponsored post at the top, like, hey, this is our new cardio, uh, you know, vascular CME course, you should take it. And so there's a whole economy going on within the platform that Intiva Token facilitates. Wow. And and it has so many different things that you can do, you know, like like searching for a job, finding new job opportunities, having that network available at your fingertips and being able to submit all your credentials, everything you need with a click of a button. It's mind-blowing how easy that would be <laughs> compared to the old system. Absolutely. I mean, and, and you know, agreed. You, you make a perfect use case that, you know, if, if uh, I'm – I mean, just I'm a nurse and uh, I'm living in, uh, let's say I'm living in Minnesota and I'm tired of the cold winters and I want to move somewhere tropical. So I say, hey, I, I want to move down to Miami or I want to go to, uh, you know, California or something. Um, look for a job, find a job. And then all my credentials, including my CV and my and my all my identification and my certificates are right there. So they say, hey, send us over your credential packet. And this even though it sounds like this would be very straightforward, it's, it's, you know, this, all this administration takes time in the hospitals and in the, in the clinics. So if you're able to provide them with that packet immediately, you speed up the time of how quickly they can process you. And so you're absolutely right. And then, so now I move to California and they have all my credential information and maybe I want to pick up some extra work. Maybe I want to do home health care, which is very common for nurses to do to pick up extra uh, shifts and I know this because my wife is a nurse. Okay, <laughs> so I'm I'm very aware. And when they apply for home health care, they have to go through the same process. So then they just say, Hey, here's my credential packet. You know, um, it's all there. And then they say, Oh, great. And they can see, Hey, it's verified. Boom, great. You're on the schedule. Let's go. And so it works both ways. And and it it really assists the facilities, really assists the, the licensed medical professionals. And we get a lot of engagement within the platform. And we get um um we have the capabilities of being in front of that licensed medical professional when they need curated goods and services most. And that's really how the business model works. I was thinking home health care came to my mind right away and then also traveling nurses. There there are a lot of Absolutely. nurses who will will go from, from place to place every few months and I'm sure there's some sort of program in place to help them, but at the same time, I know they don't have much control over the opportunities that are presented. Exactly. No, it's it's true. Um, it, additionally, when if if you've done any traveling and you know you know how hard it is to keep track of everything, right? You you know you're mm -hmm. moving from place to place, and you're like, I, I don't know what I did with that. I mean, one of the most difficult things for me is dealing with like uh, um, quarterly payments for car insurance or ta or, or taxes or whatever, because you just it's not if it's not monthly. Sometimes you forget. You know, you just forget. Oh yeah, that's right. I got to get my renewal in. So our system tracks all of that for you. It gives you alerts on everything. Um, it's super user friendly. You can we have a we have a mobile app. It's you know it's fully mobile adaptive. You can use the camera as a capture mechanism to scan documents into your phone. So that it's it's very very convenient to keep all of that stuff straight. And they're gonna you know they're gonna earn tokens. They're gonna earn rewards when they do that. So we're incentivizing them to use a system that is, is going to assist them, you know, 
uh, immediately. And then it assists the facilities in the whole healthcare system because the flow of information is so much more efficient and more accurate. And so, you know, we see this moving out in a big way. I mean, uh, one of the ways you could kind of look at it is like, uh, you know, Google G Suites. I mean, I love Google G Suites, right? I, I, I don't want to, but I do because it's just so <laughs> convenient. Everything's right there. You know, you got your email, you got your calendar, you got your Google Docs, you got this, you got that, you know, and it's always just there. doesn't matter what computer I'm on. Uh, you know, I could lose, I could, I could drop my computer in the ocean. It doesn't matter. Everything's there. And, um, and so, you know, it's a very convenient tool. And, and we are, have made Intiva Health so convenient for licensed medical professionals that they engage regularly because it just makes it so much easier for them. Absolutely. And uh, when you were explaining the, the updates and it kind of keeps track of your stuff for you, I was thinking of, you know, like Google Assistant or um, you know, Siri or any kind of assistant you have on your phone and how invaluable that is. You know, I, I only function because my phone tells me, go here, do this, this is the location. You know, it's constantly telling me things because I'm focused on getting other work done. And this is really, Absolutely. going back to the original point, freeing people up to think more about your health care, <laughs> doing their job properly, Absolutely. not, oh, I need to go do that certification, and they're doing a surgery, and they're like, oh, do I need to go do this thing? You know, <laughs> they're, they're just completely focused on what they've been trained to do in their specialty. You know, this is, not, this is not their specialty. This is just extra weight on your mind. It's exactly right. Um, absolutely right. If, I don't know about you, but when I know that all my, like I personally really love automated payments, right? I mean, I, I don't know what I'd do without automated payments. I mean, you know, I, I don't worry because I know that's going to be taken care of, you know, and, and, and you know, a physician uh, specifically and, and, and a nurse, you know, they are all independent contractors and they have to maintain specific, um, you know, documents. I mean, DEA certifications, for example, if, if they didn't keep that, you know, if they miss that renewal, you know, to write prescriptions and they can't, they're, they're out of compliance and they, they're not supposed to be writing prescriptions. That could be a major event in their career, you know, or if they, if they practice without a license, I mean, it's no big deal if your car insurance lasts for 15 days because you usually get like a 30 day little buffer. But let me tell you, I can tell you more than not that there are, you know, there is always a per percentage, and I hate to say this, of, of medical professionals who are for a week or two, they might be practicing without their license because they didn't get the renewal in time. And now they've, you know, we don't, you don't want to think that, but, but the case is, is that it's, it's just an administrative thing. It just lapsed, you know, they've done it every year and whatever. And then they go, Oh my gosh, my, my license is not, you know, and it's a big deal. And if they get, if it's caught, it can be huge. I mean, it's just a huge risk. So compliance mm -hmm. is very, very important. Same with medical malpractice insurance. And, and so all of these things are critical and you're right. They're not experts at administration. That's not what they're for. That's that's not their job. But it is a critical, critical component of what they do. And um, it is very important that they uh, find ways to uh, make sure that those things are compliant and that they're staying up with it. And and we we have the system for that now. And um, we have again, we have thousands and thousands of users who love it. Um, and, and on the facility side, the facilities love it because see, the way that it's set up, the facilities, the hospitals, they can use it with whatever platforms they have in place. So we don't ask them to replace what they're using right now. So, well, because it's kind of a bridge between them and the doctor, even if they have their own credentialing software now, 
they still receive the credential information from the doctor in a much more efficient way than they would if they didn't have it. So that's typically how we approach them. Hey, just try it, you know, see how it goes. And then they start out and they try it and it's free and they go, oh, this is awesome. And there's no trial period. It's always free. And next thing you know, they're transferring all of their doctors onto the platform. And that's, and that's really one of our scaling um, strategies. And, and that's how we, that's how we gain um, usership very rapidly. Absolutely. So when people want to use this service, they go to your website. Is that the best place to find out more information and to actually Absolutely. get Absolutely. Started? Yeah. So, so I encourage both, both, I encourage, um, you know, licensed medical professionals um, as well as, you know, uh, blockchain and crypto enthusiasts who are interested in, um, uh, you know, um, different crypto vehicles to come and check us out. Um, physicians specifically can sign up and, and create a, a free account and start using the utilities immediately um, at IntivaHealth.com. That's I-N-T-I-V-A Health.com. And for those crypto enthusiasts and blockchain enthusiasts, I encourage you to also go to IntivaHealth.com. You'll find out information about how we are utilizing a hash graph, a blockchain-based technology, uh, to do our primary source verification instantaneously, as well as you'll learn more about the tokenomics and, and how uh, NTVA token is uh, being implemented to the system. So, yeah, IntivaHealth.com is the best place. John, thank you so much for joining us on Future Tech Podcast today. This has been very insightful and uplifting. I'm I'm very excited for doctors to start using this because it makes me feel better as a patient knowing that they would have less on their plate and on their mind. Well, I, I really appreciate being here. And, um, you know, our, our truly our goal is to minimize the administrative burden on both the physicians as well as the facilities and, and with the hope that those resources and that time will be reallocated for better patient care, for better patient outcomes, ultimately, for every single one of us, we're all patients at one time or another. And so we hope by, you know, what we're doing, that that's going to make a better environment for everybody. Absolutely. Well, John, thank you again. And we'll have to have you back on in a year or so to check in. Ah, uh, that'd be great. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You as well. That was John Hartigan of InVitraHealth.com. Check them out at I-N-P-I-V-A-H-E-A-L-T-H.com. This has been Juliet Lamar for Future Tech Podcast. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Coming to Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018, the Blockchain and Future Tech Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, and several other future technologies that are poised to and actually changing our lives as we speak. Here's why you should attend. As you may know, early adopters are the ones that investigated and profited from things like the gold rush in the 1800s, from the dot-com boom in the 1990s, from the internet boom in 2005, from the smartphone explosion in 2007, from the real estate boom that ended in 2008, and of course, from the Bitcoin boom that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. They go out west first in their covered wagons. They find the biggest gold nuggets. If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data, how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity 
will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. And that's why our next event, September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center, is going to have not only 5,000 plus attendees, but will showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to BFTExpo.com. That's BlockchainFutureTechExpo.com. Thank you. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, both to review to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.